There's a lot. You can't open your web browser today without seeing something around artificial intelligence and AI and all that stuff. And there's a lot of infatuation around it within the real estate, as there should be. I don't know where that's specifically going to go and how it's going to be used on a regular basis, but I know that it's going to be used. And it's got to, it's something that any agent out there needs to start figuring out. You're listening to the Real Estate Sessions podcast, and I'm your host, Bill Risser, Executive Vice President, Strategic Partnerships with Rate My Agent a digital marketing platform designed to help great agents harness the power of verified reviews. For more information, head on over to ratemyagent.com. Listen in as I interview industry leaders and get their stories and journeys to the world of real estate. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 359 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for telling a friend. This is going to be another Shortcuts episode where I kind of venture back in time find a guest that I haven't heard from or chatted with in a little while. And this was a little bit more than a little while. This was nearly five years ago in September of 2018 that I interviewed David Marine, the chief marketing officer for Coldwell Banker. Uh, and so we're bringing him back. We're going to find out what's you know happening in his world. Uh, we're also going to probably bring up the Mets because he's a huge uh, Mets fan, sports fan in general. So let's get this thing started. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me back, Bill. You know, I didn't realize that it's been nearly five years since we last recorded that episode. That's I didn't realize that either until you had referenced in an email to me that we talked in 2018. And I'm like, man, that uh, feels like the world has spun around a few times since then. I was going to say, we were in a whole different place in 2018. I mean, the market was you know, hang, doing great. We had this 10-year run going, or we call it eight-year run, and everything was good. And Man, a lot's changed. And so let's 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 start there. What I like to do on these shortcut episodes is ask the guest, um, you know, what's what's happened in your life? You know, it could be professionally, personally, but in that time span, what's that one thing that stands out and you go, wow, this is a, a big moment in that five-year period? Yeah, uh, pretty much probably like right after our podcast recording is when we started embarking on the rebrand effort for Cole Banker. Mm-hmm. And so rebranding the core brand, our global luxury, our commercial division, basically took up uh, four years of uh, my life during that point in time. And really great to be on the other side of that. And also to see the impact that we hoped it would make. It did make in changing people's perception. It uh, re-energized our network and all that. Uh, And then since that time also, I now have my oldest son in college so finally, that uh, those 529 plans I've been investing in for the last uh, 17 years, finally starting to use them. Good. And it's also depressing to see that, you know what, I thought there would be more money in there, but there, but there <laughs> isn't. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's a big milestone in, in, you know, as a parent is that first child going away. Um, I'll give you another one. Um, when your son turns 30, it's going to feel way different. When you tell oh. people, when they say, how old's your son? You say 30? It's a different feeling. I hit that. This I, year. Can, I can't. I can't even imagine that. But yes, you're. You're so right. He's turning 19 uh, this month. So even like on the brink of 20 and having yeah. a kid in your 20s seems like odd. Yeah. Because in my own mind, like I'm not that far from exactly. from there, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just a little while ago. No big <laughs> deal. <laughs> yeah. Um. I let me let me ask you a, a quick follow up on the rebrand. There had to be some feedback, both very positive, but also negative when that happened. 
How do you handle that? Did it take you someplace where you you wondered if you'd if the team had made the right decision, or did you stick to your guns? And go, no, this is really where we need to be, and this is why we're there. Oh yeah, there was plenty of feedback. Um, I don't know if you realize this, but everyone in real estate is a marketing expert, and just anyone in general is a marketing expert. But right. yeah, there was definitely feedback. There was there was negative feedback, and what was a big learning lesson for me, and I didn't anticipate at the time, was just how we had Cold Banker hadn't changed its logo for over forty years. So there, this was a, a brand and identity that basically everybody had known and lived with for mm-hmm. the majority of their lives. And then you're coming along and you're changing it. And change as a whole uh, stirs up emotions. It's it's hard. Uh, so there was plenty of backlash. And I remember the weekend after it launched, just being at home and looking at all the comments on Facebook and that stuff and just reading everyone wondering, like, is this the right thing? Am I doing the right move and making this change? Uh, but at its core, I knew that this was something that had been talked about since I joined the company, which was 22 years ago. And it always been debated. No one took the plunge on it. But what it forced me to do, and the biggest lesson I learned is putting together a story as to why you're doing this that convinces both on the rational and the emotional side of things. And then what I saw is um, after we had talked about doing it and initially started showcasing it, I went on basically like a 20-city tour of telling that story to individuals. And as soon as you got in front of them and you explained it, it was like instant, oh, makes perfect sense. And now you see that after the fact, it's like everybody loves it. I think we've sold and we don't make money on it, but we sold over a million dollars worth of apparel in the first wow. year of wow. it. To, to our, so they're embracing it, it's embodying it. It is now just commonplace and everybody looking back will say like, yeah, this was the right move. But uh, for the first couple of weeks afterwards, yeah, it was tense. So it was one of the biggest learning experiences of my career. Yeah. I just can't imagine that's such a big change, especially for, there are a lot of Long-time employees at Colville Banker. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's yeah, that was part of your audience that you had to to, to deal with. So c- congratulations on that. Let's let's move this let's there's a lot of things that happened in the I'll call you know, I don't want to call it the, the mothership, but you know, Realogy becomes anywhere. Uh some recent changes. I mean, I, who thought Sherry Chris would ever retire? I didn't think <laughs> that would ever happen. I thought and then I know Ginger Wilcox from um back in the day, and she comes on yeah. board, right? Um so, so there's a lot of stuff happening, but let's let's focus in on Cobell Banker. Is there something that you can share? Sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't. That's either new or, or what's next? Yeah, right now we're in the midst of, it's, it's, it's weird. It's typically summer, there's a lot of people on vacation, things kind of slowed down, the market kind of cools a little bit. And this year we anticipated that the first half of the year was probably going to be a bit of a slow start. And then we're anticipating the back half of the year things are going to start picking up and momentum is going to build as you head into 2024. So we actually moved a lot of our focus to, hey, let's focus on the back half of the year to kind of prime the pump heading into what we expect to be uh, a a good 2024. So we've got our JetBlue experience coming up in October, uh, which we're always pumped about. It's our national event. I'm super excited because Shaquille O'Neal is our keynote speaker. And in my mind, he is a American treasure. We should do everything we can to protect that man. He's just going to be fantastic. Not only Hall of Fame basketball player, but fantastic business savvy branding guy, all that. So excited for them. 
And then we're doing something different this year from a marketing standpoint is we are doing a partnership on Thursday night football with Amazon Prime. Wow. And so we'll be running ads across uh, those games as well as doing some social activation around it using our Move Meter, which is a brand new uh, feature on our website, compares the cost of living and a whole bunch of other factors between any two cities. So we'll be doing some Move Meter matchups, not only of the games that are on Thursday night football, but allowing our network to customize videos, social, to do move meter matchups for any game that's happening across the country. So you, wow. you live in a college town yeah. and you want to do Clemson versus Florida State, put the Tallahassee, Greenville, South Carolina, or Clemson, South Carolina in there. You create that graphic move meter matchup. You got your local high schools. Wow. And by me, it's uh, Mountain Lakes versus Morris Knowles. Like, what's the, here's who, we'll see who wins on the field, but here's the matchup. Uh, as real estate. So we think that's going to be a really great social driver and talk track to get people thinking about, oh, you know, what are the possibilities of moving, not just in a town next door, but even across the country. I love that idea. That's great. Yeah. I'm thinking good. like, yeah. So Tampa Bay plays LA and you get to get, yeah, that's exactly. I think Tampa Bay is going to win that real estate matchup. I know Uh, we are. Yeah, (laughs) That's an easy one. (laughs) No, I think that's great. That's awesome. I know of another speaker other than Shaq, that's going to be at Jim Blue, is Sean Carpenter coming back? Is that what I, did I hear that right? Sean Carpenter is a Jen Blue mainstay. I love having him there every year. We met at uh, a Jen Blue when it was called the International Business Conference like 15 years ago or maybe even longer than that. So I've known Sean for a long while. Whenever I can get him to be a part of the Jen Blue experience, I know it's good. He always brings one, the energy. And two great insights into his sessions. Yeah. So excited to have him there. And then it's always just good to, to hang out with him for a That's little bit when we get to see each other in person. But we text back and forth and on uh, Facebook and stuff throughout the year. And he also likes to prod on the Mets and college football. But uh, Pete Alonzo on the Mets is a Florida Gator. So he's got some small affection for them there. Yeah, small. She's, uh, yeah, true. I always want to find out from from the people that I've talked to in the past, and and I you know I dug into your personal life a little bit. We know a little bit about your family. I, I always on these shortcut episodes, I just want to know. Um, first of all, I think you already had your vacation this summer, right? If I remember right, I saw some. I might have saw a post or two. But yep. but what's you know you and you mentioned your son had enough to college. Is there anything else kind of big on the horizon for the Marine family? Well, one goes away to college. The thing was like, well, how is the family going to adjust? How are the kids that, because mm-hmm. I have four boys, how are the brothers going to react? And what was crazy was the instant change in dynamics in our household. Like, oh, as soon as we got back, it was like, oh, there's a new pecking order. And here's how it's going to work. And then all of a sudden, then when my other son comes back, it then mixes things back up again. And now, yeah. oh, who's trying to get his attention? Who's trying to impress him? So next big thing on the horizon is... Uh, we're heading down the shore. My parents have a, a place down at the Jersey Shore. So we'll be there for a four-day weekend before we go and then take him down to school. And then it resets back into school mode. And my wife teaches um, at our, the high school. And so then that's when soccer kicks in for my younger two. And so that it's back into that routine. I actually coach uh, my youngest son's soccer team. So I got to get back into like scheduling the practices and the game schedules and the balance and who can go here, there and everywhere. But um, that, to me, that that's a fun part of it. And yeah. uh, I enjoy getting to be part of their, their lives and with the team, uh, even though 
some seasons there's not very many victories. Uh, <laughs> speaking speak, speaking of not many victories, that's a great segue. I'm glad you threw that. Talk about the Nets. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I, I look. We you know we chat back and forth you know on Messenger about usually the Mets and what's going on with that team. Um, David, we're recording this on August second, 2023, and all that money that was spent. Well, at least now, well, you're still paying a big chunk of it, <laughs> but yes. but Verlander and Scherzer are gone. What's going on with the Mets? <laughs> it's a fire sale. So there was great anticipation for this year, right? That it was going to be another World Series mm-hmm. run. But here's the thing. So I was at your beloved Padres Mets first mm-hmm. round playoff game last fall. Yeah. And Max Scherzer was the starter of game one. And I was pumped. And I brought my boys to the game and my dad. Because I was like, this is the game to go to. Scherzer's on the mound, game one, playoff, City Field. Yeah. He laid the biggest egg, uh, arguably, in Mets playoff history in that game. I think he gave up like five or six runs in the first two innings or whatever and lost. And so that has been in Mets fans' minds is that like, that's what we got Scherzer for, and he let us down. Plus, he's 40 years old, Verlander at 39. We, they had multiple years left. I think they both had at least one more year left on their contracts. So actually trading them and getting some young guns in return, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Especially one of the guys is Acuna, whose older brother, Ronald on the Braves, is like MVP candidate. Yep. If he is even 75% as good as his brother, like that is the steal of the century. So I get it. This year is not going uh, anywhere, um, but I'm hopeful that it's giving us some more building blocks in our farm system. And we got some good pieces in place through Lindor, Alonzo, and even uh, Japanese pincher Senga that we got this year too. So I think yeah. we'll be set up, but yeah, this year's a wash. Look, I've been through many of those years, you know, time with the Padres, uh, the, the relocation to St. Pete has been um, really fun to watch because this is a team right in Tampa Bay who are that, that absolutely has solved the, we don't have a lot of money problem, you know, and it is that farm system that, and Kevin Cash is an incredible manager, and uh, I mean it's just been a lot of fun to watch. Um, little, a little weird year this year, you know, with the first two two and a half months just crazy good, and then just tanking yeah. in July, and and now battling out with the Orioles of all teams in the East. We'll see. So that's the crazy part. The yeah. AL East is the is the best division in, in baseball right now. Tampa Bay is incredible. That every single year they contend and they do it their way, yeah. and. I think there is a real estate lesson there as well, especially from a marketing standpoint of like, hey, I don't have the dollars to invest in doing this huge thing that I see everybody else do. But here's what I know that I'm really good at. And Tampa is really good at identifying talent, building up that talent, and then maximizing them for the time in which they have them before they have to go and they sign a max contract somewhere. Yep. In real estate, and even as a marketer, it's like, find those areas where you know this works for you, and this is successful. And so therefore, let me put my time and energy into that and not worry about what anyone else is doing. I remember early on, uh, my father gave me some advice about never count anyone else's money. Like, don't worry about what somebody else is making or like there's a worry about what you're doing with yours. And I think that Tampa Bay does that. And from whether you have a small budget big budget or whatever, figure out what you can control and make sure you're getting the most from that without worrying about what anyone else is doing. That's, that's uh, I've never heard it defined that way. Um, that's perfect. Here, the last question, David, I, I, I'll get you going. Uh, what has your attention in real estate right now? There's, 
you know, there's always something, right? Where you're, you're keeping your eye on it. What is it? There's a lot. You can't open your web browser today without seeing something around artificial intelligence and AI and all that stuff. And there's a lot of infatuation around it within mm-hmm. the real estate, as there should be. Uh, I don't know where that's specifically going to go and how it's going to be used on a regular basis, but I know that it's going to be used. And it's got to, it's something that any agent out there needs to start theorying out. And I saw, I'm not a big fan of Gary V, but I did see a post that he put on a video and he's, he compared it to the advent of social media. He said, remember when there were executives who would be like, I don't use email, but my assistant prints out my emails and hands them to me. And then I read them. Yeah. He's like, that is you. If you are not starting today to investigate what stuff like chat GBT or other AI tools are doing. He said, so spend a little time every day just testing it out. I thought that was pretty good advice to figure out what, how does it work specifically for, for me and what I do every day? How does it work within the real estate um, spectrum? spectrum? So that would be a, something I'm keeping an eye on and trying to figure out what is the best way that that can work for, for me personally, but also as part of the co banker brand. Yeah, it's, I'm, I've, I've adopted a uh, website called podflow.ai that now does my show notes and it pulls out quotes for, it does, writes a blog post. It does all wow. that stuff. Now, all right. I have to go in and, you know, tweak it a little bit, but I didn't have to do the heavy lifting up front. So there's some opportunities. I think you're right. It's, but it's, it's, but it's got to fit. It's not this, it's not this mad. It's, once again, it's not a silver bullet. It's not this going to fix everything and it just has to be used the right way. I think, you know, like we talk about all the time, technology makes, you know, good agents better. And that's, yeah. it's, that's what it is, right? It's not, it's not something that's going to save somebody if they're not a good agent. You have to. <laughs> yeah. And there's always the, so I've also been exposed because with my wife as a teacher, she's mm-hmm. trying to vet like, hey, this feels like this paper was written in AI. So there are now tools that can identify whether writing is developed by AI or not. Wow. So wow. Yeah, it, it's everywhere. So it, it's coming. Yeah. Well, David, this has been great. I really appreciate you taking a, a little bit of time out of your day. I know you're really busy and, and uh, thank you so much for the updates. And if, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm pulling hard for the Mets. There's a part of me, you know, one, one, because I hate the Yankees, you know, and so I, I know that Mets fans are, you know, on, on my side of that coin <laughs> when it comes to the Yankees. <laughs> so uh, there's, good. there's definitely truth there, but uh Bill, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. It's always a pleasure to hang with you. I'd be welcome to come back anytime. Awesome. Talk baseball, talk real estate. Uh, you're one of the best guys out there. Thanks, David. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Sessions. Please head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash RE Sessions to leave a review or a rating and subscribe to the Real Estate Sessions podcast at your favorite podcast listening app. <laughs>